Hey, welcome to episode three of our podcast, Old For My Age, with Cassie, who is me. This week, I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest, Josh. Say hello. Hello. He's also the co-co-creator and producer of this podcast. How does it feel, Josh? It feels great. Now that I have to listen to myself while I'm also going to be editing this, so... That's going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting paid for this. What no. exactly do you get out of it? Uh, <laughs> joy and excitement, I guess. I don't know. That is the right answer. <laughs> so why don't we start by talking about how we met? Well, we met through the person that was on as the first guest, Savannah, uh, the also the Coco creator. Um, you and her were friends in high school, and you guys... Uh, have recently uh, started hanging out again, and yeah, that's how we met. What is your relation to Savannah? Oh, I'm sorry. I am her uh, her boyfriend. I was gonna say girlfriend, but boyfriend. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so okay, so we haven't known each other for very long. We met in November. I think yeah. you should start with what your first impression of me is, and then I'll share what my first impression of you was. She was a crazy cat lady. That's what I thought. That was first. your first impression? Yeah, yeah, for I sure. mean, fair enough. Yeah. But how many times did I talk about the cats in one sitting? Uh, when I first met you, I can't remember if it was... It was the lightning game. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you, I thought you were very uh, energetic. Uh, you are very talkative. You also met uh, one of my friends for the first time, Blake. Yes. And you guys hit it off really well, so I knew that you were a really good person. Um, and you just seemed like you wanted to get to know me, and, you know, you wanted to hang out with Savannah a lot, too. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's two pluses. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay, my turn. <laughs> okay. So, when the first time that I met you, we went out to eat, right? It was me, you, and Savannah. And right. I, like, you guys ordered first, and then I went, and you paid for my food. And at that point, I was like, all right, I'm ready to be a bridesmaid. Put me in. Like, <laughs> I'm all in. But no, for a serious, um, it's, there's only ever been one other time where I can confidently say that I really liked the person that my friend was dating, like their partner. And that one did not go very well for well. me. So <laughs> this one I have high hopes of because, you know, of course, Savannah is my girl and my loyalties do lay with her right i am fairly confident that there will be no reason for us to betray each other right so. and if there if there, that does happen then this podcast will probably no longer yeah be it podcast. will no longer exist so let's hope that doesn't happen <laughs> that will really hurt the <laughs> listeners feeling. right right exactly yes <laughs> so okay you know getting into the lighter side of things there are a few things i wanted to share that came up in this past week that I thought would be funny. First of all, I heard your notes, mom. I'll stop saying anyways so much. <laughs> it's hard not to when you want to jump from one conversation to the other. But that was also with Logan. So we'll just give me a pass for yeah, that we'll, one. Yeah, we'll give you a pass. Yeah. So for those of you who follow us on Instagram, thank you. You might have seen that. We had a surprise delivery sent to our house this week, and it was very funny, honestly. It was a 30-pack of kettle-cooked chips. So if you listened to last week's episode, you would have known that I 
what I was talking about one of my pet peeves with Logan, and it's how he doesn't chew with his mouth right, closed. Yep. But specifically with kettle cooked chips, yes, right? It's just yes. that noise. And I asked her today while we were actually eating a couple of those bags, I was like, how does Logan eat this so loud that you can hear it in your room with your door closed? Because like from the living room where he actually would be to where their door their their room is, it's like like a ten, like fifteen foot like distance. And then a door's closed on top of that. So Logan's like chomping on like like a cow or something. Well, I don't know. Like a gremlin, I think is how I refer yeah, to it yeah, specifically. Yes. Yeah, the way I think about it is, is, you know, I consider myself to be a high quality gal. So mm-hmm. my standards for a man have to be very high. So when I find that man, he has to chew loud or else, right. you know, he has to be you have above to know where, the rest you, in every yeah, single right. category. You have to know exactly where he is at all times. Exactly. So, so yeah. it. You give and take, you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. He's a great partner, great spouse, loud chewer, right? snorer. But, yeah. you know, anyways, the <laughs> the <laughs> box of 30 pack kettle cooked chips arrives at our door and Logan didn't get it at first. And I started dying laughing. I'm like, what? <laughs> first of all, who knows my address? Right, yeah. Who knows how to spell my last name? It has to be someone relatively close to us so we posted something online i posted something to my personal social media he posted it it was hours before we found out who it was i was calling everyone i know like hey did you send me a 30 (laughs) pack of kettle cooked chips if you did that was hilarious that is a great joke it was my mom yeah yep yeah it was yes it was tammy i don't know if that makes it better or worse i I feel like I feel like it does. It, it's in the middle, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not good, but it's not great. But I it's feel like, like it would have you know, been much great. funnier if it was someone a little bit less removed. Right. But also my mom is very funny. Right. So right. For sure. It, it did land. It hit the mark. I'm appreciative. Anyone who comes over gets a bag of kettle cooked chips. Right. Now, so right. like a parting gift. <laughs> OK. The other story I wanted to share that I think is really funny is my friend Carly who's one of my really good friends, also someone that I recently reconnected with. Um, We've become, you know, very close again, like we were when we were younger. She texted me something and I thought, OMG, this is podcast material. And I asked her, like, do you want me to wait for your episode? Because she's coming up in a few weeks. And she said, no, girl, share it. So she's talking to me about how she's a bartender and she has a customer that comes in regularly and he's really creepy like we'll say very inappropriate things to her like why don't you lock the doors and i'll show you something special on the pool table that's just that's just that's just weird. like you yeah. know stuff like that yeah. stuff that only comes out of a certain type of person's yeah mouth. yeah so she wasn't at work and she gets a text message from one of her friends or slash co-workers and someone said some guy is is here leaving you something he he left you something and she's Creepy. like what is it it was a dozen eggs and it said to carly from that guy's name right with no context whatsoever just a dozen eggs that's just like what is she, what does he want her to do with what is things, she supposed you know? to do with right that? exactly yeah that's so bizarre, it right? Is, yeah. I mean, I guess it could be worse. It could be much more foul, but right. weird, funny, what if, weird. What if, yeah, what if the first thing you heard from Savannah was that I left her a dozen eggs? What would that? How would that make you feel? 
I would just need to have some more context, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't quite get it. There's, there was nothing, nothing. So anyways, Carly, if you're listening, uh, your egg story just made me laugh very hard. I hope it makes someone else laugh because it's yeah. so random. I mean, just some random, you know, man in his 60s or 70s leaving you a, a, a dozen egg. On to other good news. Um, today, Taylor Swift did announce that her newest single will be dropping at midnight tonight how does that make you feel uh i'm not the biggest i'm not okay let me let me rephrase that i am not a taylor swift fan like you are okay so it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me but she i'm not saying she's not she's a bad person or he's a bad singer yeah yeah. you're just not part of the fandom um you know when i was in elementary school and she was really coming onto the scene for some reason I lied and told people that she was my cousin. Oh, so really? Bethany, if you're listening to that, yeah, I know you remember <laughs> that because we talked about this. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just one of those attention-seeking things that yeah, I did I mean, as a child. As a kid in elementary school, I told everyone that I used to live in every single country in the world. So you know, there's that. Well, you know, that is a great segue into our next topic. <laughs> About how you used to live in Spain. Yes, yes, I did, yes. How long did you live there? Uh, for a year, and it was all during COVID, so it was not the best of times, but it was still a cool experience. Do you want to elaborate on any of the things you did there, specifically what you ate? So uh, the biggest thing over there, well, a couple of things that, and, and uh, Spaniards, if you are listening, you probably will say this is not true, but um paella is a really big thing over there which is a is a rice dish with a bunch of seafood in it essentially yeah and then another one that everyone knows about is tapas which mm-hmm. is you know it's basically like appetizers to us americans okay. and it's you share it all with all the table so you order like five different things and everyone gets something out of one of those things and inside those you know those appetizers tapas uh you get uh patatas bravas yeah. which is basically like great like frozen little little cutlets of of potatoes that you fry and they are very good with a little little dipping sauce that i probably can't even remake if i wanted to but it's like it's like a little spicy but not spicy it's like a little little ketchupy mustard not mustardy uh, ketchupy mayo-y like it's really good yeah yeah and and then also you know since italy is pretty close and you know country away um you get you know italians who make really good pizza there uh you also get you know spanish versions of italian pizza uh funny enough you have kfc you have (laughs) mcdonald's you have all of the american foods you even have pizza hut and Domino's, which i thought was pretty cool too that is funny um and even um taco bell too which is kind of is it the same uh different mcdonald's over there doesn't actually serve breakfast like here they don't have mcgriddles and stuff they have like croissants and then they also serve beer too which is pretty cool yeah that is really neat yeah Um, well i mean europe in general is pretty relaxed when it comes to alcohol yeah yeah for sure um and when it comes to like like wine and and meat and stuff like that at grocery stores a lot cheaper than here like you can get like really nice like ribeye steaks for like i don't know maybe like five dollars for two nice ones that's really nice and you know like the chicken strips and stuff like that or wings or whatever you can probably get i think it's like six chicken strips and you can get them for like probably like seven bucks 
they're pretty cheap. Did you know Spanish before you went there? No, didn't know a lick of Spanish at all. I even uh, deferred to not take two years of a foreign language in high school because <laughs> I didn't need it to graduate. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> But Did you I, learn any when you were there? I, yeah, so I when I first got there, uh, a couple months in, I started doing Duolingo, and I got pretty far in that. Okay. And then I actually started taking Spanish lessons from a, uh, Spani- a Spaniard um, through, uh, I think it was uh, Fiverr, I think. Like the, the thing that you can do online where you can, like, hire people to make you stuff or, like, you can hire them as I a coach or whatever. I don't need to do that. That's what I have you for. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. so I, I took a couple of lessons with her um, and she literally only spoke in Spanish to me. So you had to, you had. Correct, yeah. yes. So I, I can, I'm better at listening to it and understanding what they're trying to say okay. versus speaking, speaking it. Yeah. I think that's generally what I understand when it comes to learning a different language. Most people once they catch on, it's easier for them to understand, but actually going to to speak and right. commit to right. putting that out there. Because there's a little bit of an intimidation factor, and you don't want to embarrass yourself. Yeah. I get that. Yep. What do you miss the most about it? Um, there's not really much I would say. I found that I'm a person that would love to go and vacation somewhere mm-hmm. versus rather than staying there. It's, yeah. a, it's a huge hassle to get rid of everything in your life and just move over there with your dog, you know, and your significant other at the time. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it was a lot of work. And when we actually were there, it was just, I mean, we were locked in our house cause of COVID. So, and, and it was a lot different than it was here. You couldn't, you literally couldn't leave your house unless you're going to like the grocery store to care for someone or the doctor, you know, so, yeah. or you would get fined by the police there. So, wow. yeah, that's intense. Yeah. That's really intense. You were working remotely then? Yep, fully remote. So I got there in February of 2020, um, and then March 16th of 2020 is when I started working remote, and that's that's when it was. You know, from there, from then on. Okay, so you had a job in Spain, not the one you were already working before. Well, actually, yeah. So I was able to the same exact job I was doing in Spain. I actually started in the U.S. for a couple months. Okay. So I started in like. August, I want to say of the fall, so August of 2019. Okay. And then I moved to Spain, and I was able to switch, you know, physicians, switch just literally, just not even the titles. It's the same exact thing, Um, because my manager was actually in Barcelona. Oh wow. Uh, Yeah. So my manager was there. A a couple colleagues were there. Um, My director was in the U.S. and then a couple of colleagues in the U.S. and then I actually had a colleague in Hong Kong too. So. Oh wow, that's awesome. You know, and one of the things I also wanted to talk about with you is. I think it's really awesome that in in the group of friends that I've come a part of since, you know, reconnecting with Savannah, you make the most money. And <laughs> you not only do you make the most money, but you didn't go to school. Right. I I am one of the luckies that have never I've gone to college for a couple of semesters, but I have never fully finished college. Yeah, sorry. That's what I should have said. Right. You, you didn't you don't have that physical degree yes and i think that's a really great point to make is something that i i personally can speak on is when i was growing up the pressure was there you had to go to college you had to pick what you wanted to do when you were 18 in my case i was even younger than that and you know once once you're there who cares if you don't like it Mm -hmm. you just spent all this time and this money getting this degree you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I think 
you are a poster child in that way like you don't always have to go to school there are plenty of other career options where you will make such great like such a great living without having to spend that money and that time yeah so i have a couple of friends too who are who are all self-taught or really just one friend in general who are all who is self-taught in programming and he's making you know six figures now and never went to college once and just finished high school and literally self-taught got a job in programming and then has worked his way up to where he is now that is so admirable too and i'm just so I don't want to say envious, but I think jealous, you know, jealous that you and that friend that you're talking about have such solid determination to find something you're good at, Mm -hmm. make yourself the best and then succeed. So, so long as you have a strong worth, worth ethic and you want to be something in life, you can get anywhere. I mean, you can, you can start at McDonald's flipping burgers and you can, you can be a store owner one day, you know, I I, I saw a guy on TikTok uh, the other day or YouTube or whatever. Um, and he was literally a line cook th- when he started at McDonald's, and now he's he's a store owner. And he has three. He owns three stores. Stores. So you know. And I feel like that is is such a looked down upon position working right. at McDonald's. But I I wouldn't want to do that. That's hard work. Yeah. That's hard work to deal with people all day, to deal with the smells all day, to be on your feet all yeah. day. So I I personally think you know if you're gonna if you're gonna look down on someone maybe look down on someone who's making passive income for right. millions and millions and millions of dollars off of not doing anything and telling people you need to go and work you yep. know you're not working yep. hard enough but my dream job i don't know if i've told you this that maybe in the future you might help you know bring to <laughs> fruition because i rely on you a lot <laughs> as an adult companion you know (laughs) whenever i have an adult question i usually go to you anyways i don't know if you know how to run a business but here's my business model and please if you're listening to this don't steal this idea unless your name is cassie and you're a cat person then it might work (laughs) but here is my here's my dream okay i want to have a cat cafe okay and call it catsy cat there you go but we might One, have to go to the, the, the Better Business Bureau and, you know, make that actually a reality so no one tries to steal it. <laughs> I I think I could be really good at it, except I don't like coffee. But guess what? One of your your best friends is a barista. Right. So that, you know, it's all about who you know. Exactly. You know? He, can, about- he can mix up the drinks and he, he, he likes animals too. So, you know. I think it. I think it'd be a good fit for him. I just think I went to a cat cafe in Gainesville. That's actually the only one I've ever been to, mm-hmm. and it was so wonderful. And the owner was so wonderful, and her dad was there helping her out with the cats, and she was barely making any money, but the passion was there. And right. listen, I might not be smart. I might <laughs> not know anything about how to run a business, but if there's one thing I'm passionate about, it is animals specifically cats so one day that is my dream if you are someone with deep pockets and you'd like to fund my dream please let me know (laughs) um, because as of right now it is quite literally just a dream yeah but that's all you need is a dream and passion you can make anything work like this podcast yeah i know dream and passion this is this This, look look you know third episode podcast only happened because you (laughs) because of you and savannah and you know why 
because you guys were sick with COVID. Yep. I don't know if it would have happened under any other circumstances of me just randomly being like, huh, I want to start a podcast. <laughs> and if you were, if you guys were working, you would have just read it and been like, okay. But no, you guys were stuck in the house together. So it helped my dream come true. And it's become something that we all get to work on together. Yes. And I'm, I've told both Cassie and Savannah that I want this to become something because I feel like it's a really good thing. You know, it's, we don't, it, we don't have, you know, the, the nicest of setup, you know, we don't have the nicest of mics. We you have know. the pink room. Right. We have the pink room. Don't get me wrong, but we don't have the nicest of setups, you know, the nicest of mics, you know, noise cancellation mics and, and everything around your mics to, you know, the foam around them to make them, you know, sound beautiful. But we have the passion and the dream, yeah. and that's all that really matters. And I think step by step, week by week, it'll keep getting yes. better. And hopefully people will be able to take something out of this. And, you know, I'm not really convinced I've ever had an original thought in my life, but I do have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they're relevant or valid yeah. is a different thing. So we were kind of talking about your job earlier, how, you know, you've climbed the ladder per se not necessarily with the same company but with the same skill and debatably you're making the most money you've ever made but you've run into a big obstacle that a lot of people I feel in our age bracket have run into when it comes to housing yes I actually owned my own home um, with my now ex-wife before we actually moved to Spain um, and I mean, it was easier back then, you know, bought a 3-2 for 211000 oh you know, God. on a corner lot. It was like a, you know, almost like a, a quarter acre lot. And now that house is, I mean, we sold it for 250000 And that was right before we moved to Spain. So about in 2019, um, it was actually in 2019. And now that house is worth probably about three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. It has to be over yeah. four hundred. dollars like, House prices are here are just ridiculous. Just insane. I mean, everywhere, everywhere in, you know, in the U.S. too, but... Yeah. I feel like, especially living in Florida too, there's yeah. a lot going on and a lot of people moving here from other states, especially people who are working remote right. too. So they're getting the higher salary from working in those metropolitan areas mm-hmm. and moving down here. But I, I have, I'm very blessed and lucky to have parents who love me very much, and <laughs> especially my dad, well, my mom too, but I'm currently living with my dad, but in the room that I'm living in, I, I mean, I have my own bathroom, you know, it's it's literally all attached. I even got a little mini fridge before I actually caught COVID, so that was pretty good. That was great timing. Yeah, yeah it was very great timing. Had water in there, had sodas in there, we were able to, you know, hang out in the room oh, and do soda. nothing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I'm just living there for right now and paying my dad rent and all of that, so... I'm not wanting to move out and rent something, but at the same time, I don't know, hopefully with the economy, maybe it'll, my hope is that the economy will, you know, will go into a recession, but no one will lose their jobs and house prices will come down and we'll be able to actually afford things again. So that sounds that's, as just about as attainable as my cat cafe dream. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone Well, you has know, a dream. what's really interesting <laughs> is my sister will be our guest next week mm-hmm. and she is an economics major and she has several other focuses for her degrees and she's very smart you know i was the the trial and error child (laughs) and she got all of the success in the brain so i'm really interested that's actually one of the things i would like to take you know pick her mind on Mm -hmm. next week when we talk to her is she is so intelligent and with all of this going on i know 
me personally, I already have significant anxiety issues as it is. So I had to take a step back when it comes to social media, specifically TikTok, which I think is my number two addiction right after Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola Classic. (laughs) Because, you know, everyone's talking about recession, 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 and... I don't know. I just can't. Th- I just can't think about it. I I hope that, like I said, that it's not as bad as two thousand and eight, where basically everyone. I mean, my dad's company went into bankruptcy, started going to bankruptcy. My mom was, you know, worried that she was going to lose her job and all of those types of things. And I hopefully that doesn't happen. But you know, it I is already what it have is. a solution though, because you know I have five mouths to feed. Right. So my solution is, is if anything does happen, and God forbid, knock on wood, <laughs> either Logan or I lose our jobs, either you or Savannah are going to have to move into the pink room and start paying me rent. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's, that's it's a called nice, uh, nice idea. forced tenancy. Forced tenancy. Yes. Wow. Very illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but is the solution? Do to we have my to do problem? your laundry too? No, you have to do your own laundry though. Uh, okay, but not your laundry. No, you don't have to do my laundry. Okay. Well, so like if we don't, I already don't... have a guy for that. Oh, oh yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Benny, right? Your cat. Yeah. Okay. Teddy, does, Teddy takes care of the laundry. Yeah. Philip takes care of, you know, eating all the leftovers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard in the beginning, but I could hear him in the sink trying to. I, I, I heard a little ding over there. Yeah. Off of the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> and Benny takes care of just being the coolest cat around. Yeah, he's very he's very personable. He is. He's such a sweetheart. I love him so much. He's very much a daddy's boy, though. Yeah. Oh, well. He also has some really nice socks, too. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I love his little... We call him Mr. White Paw. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things we just brushed on a bit is anxiety. And that's something that you and I... I think bonded might be the right word over because at first I was like, oh, yeah, this guy, he says he has anxiety. Yeah, okay. But then as we started talking about it, I started to see that a lot of the struggles that I have, you also have dealt Mm -hmm. with as well. And I don't know. I just feel like maybe it isn't talked about as much when it comes to men. There's a little bit more of a stigma around. There's a stigma around men sharing their emotions mm-hmm. in general, which you know personally, I grew up in a household. Me, my mom, my sister, my dad. We had a female dog, two female cats. So it was very, it was a very feminine space. And my father didn't share emotions mm-hmm. in a very uh, uh, well presented way. Um, when it comes to vulnerability, sadness, all of that. Um, so when I started dating Logan, he is very open with his emotions. So that was something that I was not used to at all. And it started my, not my research, but, you know, noticing that it's just not talked about with men. Men are shunned when it comes to showing their emotions. Yeah. I feel the same way too, that, uh, I would say, a lot of people that I know that are my friends that are male don't really talk about it much. Uh, the only real person that does is, you know, a really close friend of mine, and and I won't say his name, but he, you know, lets me know that he's, you know, not doing well or whatever, and I try to help him. I have really yeah. two two people that I are like that too. Um, but besides that, I'd say that you are right that 
men are tr- men are looked at as like you know or they try to look at themselves as the tougher yeah. you know whatever you know i'm i'm tough i'm strong i can get through anything but everyone gets sad yeah. everyone gets anxious it's we are all humans you know just like everyone makes mistakes everyone has those same exact feelings you know so just because you're going through it doesn't mean that someone else is going through it you know exactly and so that's what i try to do for myself is that i was once on medication for uh just being anxious and i would say that moving to spain really heightened those anxiety thoughts like i've i can say that um, i don't really care that i've gone to the hospital multiple times because of panic attacks yeah um and during those things i thought i was dying you know i thought i was having a heart attack but in reality i was perfectly fine that's just my mind saying that hey you are doing this but in reality nothing's actually happening i know exactly what you mean because you recently talked me down from a panic attack not too long ago when it came to the hot tub bandit <laughs> that's a story for which another is podcast. yeah that's a story for another <laughs> podcast someone asked me about it because i'm dying to talk about it and it's funny because he wasn't even really a bandit anyways <laughs> so i was spiraling and for me personally when i'm in that state I am very well aware. So it's like one half of my brain is very aware. This is not logical. What you're thinking, what you're feeling is not logical. And I'm able to walk through those steps. But that other side of my brain is like panic, 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 panic. So I think that that was what, like a month or two ago? I don't know. Time flies when your hot tub wasn't stolen. Mm And I don't know, when you called me, you were like, hey, (laughs) you might be having a panic attack. You might be spiraling. Do you need me to come over? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm fine. (laughs) You know, but that that was very meaningful to me, at least. That's when I was like, okay, this guy is not only Savannah's boyfriend. This man is officially my friend you know that cemented it in you know for me yeah and i would say for me too when i'm having panic attacks i personally don't like when someone says hey you're having a panic attack i think you're having a panic attack yeah because it's it's like i know i am like i i I know i can realize that i am but but my but my mind really doesn't notice it you you need to walk the course of it on your own yeah and that that really does suck because it's people don't understand that when you're going through those things that Maybe sometimes you don't want to be told that, you know, you know, try to calm you down. Sometimes you just want to just think of it and your mind will then wander to something else eventually. Yeah. It takes time, but yeah. For me personally, I just don't remember a time not being anxious, right? I think that's just how I was when I popped out of the room. Mm-hmm. Some of you may remember that I talked about coming out 11 weeks early. I feel like I was so anxious for my own arrival that I just yep. slid right out, you know? But I didn't really know that it was a problem until I was working in that job, the child protection job. And that's when I realized this isn't normal. People don't feel this way. People don't react this way. Mm -hmm. I think I need to take a step back and reevaluate that. And I did. Mm -hmm. And it was the best decision for me. That's for sure. But then that's when I started to realize, like, hey, girl, you've been like this forever. You finally know that 
it's not just situational. Maybe this is this is a chronic thing. Yeah. And I do believe it's genetic. I do believe it runs on both sides of my family. Um, and it might have not always been recognized or mm-hmm. treated the way yeah. it should have. And so now my sister and I are both dealing with different aspects of that, which is really awesome. At least we have each other to discuss that with. But yeah, I, I think things did change when I was put on medication. Mm-hmm. You know, when I entered my journey of being a Zoloft queen, I felt like it got a little bit better. And then it got really bad yeah. when I <laughs> dealt with a very stressful incident last year um, with a p- person who was in a position of power over me. Mm-hmm. Um, it got really, really bad. I think probably the worst, if not like the second worst it had ever been in my life. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I we're mean, just chilling now. Yeah, And my, by we, I mean me. <laughs> I don't know what your state is. <laughs> mine, mine was basically the same exact way as uh, I was actually got really bad, started getting really anxious uh, around the time when I was buying my house. Um, and mine came in the form of heart palpitations. Mm. And I don't know if anyone's ever felt those, but those feel like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Sometimes you can't catch your breath with them, you know, and they're hard to get o- to get over it because once you have them and once your, your, your heart starts f- fluttering, essentially, yeah. you know, that's when you notice them and you're like, I wonder what this is. And what I did was that was really stupid was is I Googled it. Oh, no. And Dr. that's Google. Yep. Yep. If you are a hypercontract like me, you do not Google your symptoms because yeah. then you will realize that, well, heart palpitations can then lead to, you know, strokes later in life and all those types of things. But there's a difference between anxiety, heart palpitations and actual, you know, congestive heart failure, heart palpitations. Yeah. And I realized that wow, this is really anxiety, so I want to talk to someone. And I feel like every single person in this world should talk to a therapist. I you know? agree. I could not agree more. And I feel like they can help you through a lot. And my my first therapist did. It got a lot better. And then one night I was hanging out with friends, and I think I had a couple of drinks, and then it I spiraled. It yeah. went it went really bad. I just went, I started, you know, started, you know, pounding in my chest. My heart felt horrible and uh palpitations again and i was like hey i need to go to the hospital <laughs> and uh yeah I, I stayed there uh they were able to calm me down but i remember going in there and sitting in the triage room and they were trying to get an ekg on me and i was i just couldn't sit still like i just kept moving and at one point i remember this vividly i was sitting in the chair and my heart was beating so fast it felt like and all of a sudden it felt like my heart just exploded uh. and then I was like, holy crap, I just died. But then I came back too, and, my, and then I realized my heart was still beating, and I'm I was able to here. get through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the light, but yeah. And then they were finally able to calm me down, and I was able to go home. And then ever since that happened, I was, I, it, again, it got better, and then it got worse again. I remember I was sitting at my desk and with my new job, and uh, you know, Spain, you know, going moving to Spain in my head, and again, heart started beating palpitations and i was going into a meeting with the cio of the company the chief information officer of the company Uh for something that i literally had just started this job like two three weeks before so i was brand new and uh it was for something that i was trying to help work on it was a very easy fix and i remember driving home that night and 
I felt like I was going to pass out a couple of times. So I had to pull over on the side of the road and I had to put my car in park and I had just lean my car back, my seat back and just look at the ceiling and blast music to try to get me, get myself over it. And eventually I did. And I was worried a cop was going to come up to the window and uh, <laughs> all that sort of things. Uh, hey, what you doing? You know? And yeah. And then that's when I really realized that I wanted to go on medication, yeah. you know, because that was the only thing that was going to help me. So medication. And then I found out I had high blood pressure, which my doctor said I said I did, but I've gone to multiple other doctors that said I shouldn't yet. And so I was on the new, I was on two different medications at when I started my anxiety medication, yeah. which was anxiety medication and blood, and blood pressure. And I remember driving to work one day and with anxiety medication, it some of them don't work for people, some of them do. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the car and I had no thoughts, no emotions, nothing. Just like dead inside. Existing. Yeah, yeah. just like d- existing. And I thought to myself, wow, I now understand why people do, you know, commit suicide. You know, wow. you have these thoughts in your head of literally nothing. Nothing matters That's in scary. this world. Yeah, it's very scary. I would never do it. I have never attempted it. I don't think I would. I don't, I don't think I have the, the cojones to do it, <laughs> you know, but just that thought has been in my mind ever since it happened yeah and it's just it was very frightening at that point i can imagine i can imagine yeah. um the symptoms i experienced weren't the same as yours i pretty much just had tightness in my chest yep i get that. and it was yeah, specifically yeah. when this one person was around me mm-hmm. and this person had you know like i said a, he was in a position of power over me and stressing me out mm-hmm. like one of the biggest narcissists there are two and a half people in this world that i don't wish them bad but i do not wish them well mm-hmm. okay yeah um and that half i swing you know it depends on the day for that person but the other two it's very cemented and this man is one of them yeah and i don't mind being so vulnerable when it comes to this but i went from 25 milligrams to 100 milligrams within the course of six weeks because of what i was dealing with with this person my body just couldn't handle it and then the second i was out of that situation i was way over medicated because the stress was no longer happening so they had to decrease back down but anyways it just goes to show you know whoever's listening to this you're definitely not alone You never know. You Mm -hmm. never know who is dealing with something underneath, you know, the surface. you also, anxiety shows in different ways for different people. So my anxiety comes with heart palpitations and whatnot. But I also have an an angrier side, tempered sometimes, when it comes to anxiety. And that shows too. And I've been working on that. And I've been, you know, I, I talked to a therapist about it. And they said, well... You know, when you do get that way, just figure out why you, why what's you, the trigger? Yeah, yeah, right. You know, what's going on? Why you, why you like this? Well, I'm glad I've never seen you in that state. Yeah, I hope to never. Yeah, I, I hope to never show it to people. And I've been working on it a lot. Um, before my last relationship, I showed it a lot, and it was not great. Um, and I probably didn't treat her the the way I should. But, but that takes a lot of right. Uh, ability to look within to Mm -hmm. be self-aware to recognize that and 
I think that's part of healing. Yeah. So it's great that you're able to recognize that. And you're growing. Yeah. I mean. Growing every day. Every I single don't, person should be growing every day. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the same person I was six months ago. Same. So yeah. I, I feel hopefully each version of myself will be better than the last but i know that's not always the case and i do have to say uh savannah has helped me through a lot too yeah well Um, of course she did because she's she's an angel yeah she's a great person so but yeah she's she's helped me realize that because she suffers from anxiety too and she'll she'll admit it too and you know she has or maybe anxiety (laughs) suffers from her Yeah, yeah exactly um but she she's helped me work through my thoughts being, you know, that person of saying, Hey, I get where you're coming from and I understand what you're going through. And here's what I usually do. And I do the same thing for her too. You know, I help her through sometimes too, but yeah. Yeah. And I think you did a very similar thing with me this week when I was having a little bit of a meltdown over a friendship that ended this year. So you were like, Hey girl, I see what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but here's another way to look at it. And I said, Girl, I see what you're saying, but I'm not quite ready to be yeah. logical. Yeah. So, and then we went from there. Yeah. <laughs> so getting out of the deep end, <laughs> let's talk about a few more happy things. We have a great snack of a week that you've chosen, although you did have a different snack of the week I that did. you did want, but I was unable but to I got provide. bullied out of it. You so did. I understand where Logan's coming from when he says he gets bullied. <laughs> Yeah, not only Logan. There are many men who can claim that. But Logan's just the one who won it for the rest of his life. Whoops. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell the listener what your snack of the week is, so your snack attack. I wanted it to be Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Ugh. But Cassie said no, which Cassie likes spicy things. I love spicy things. But she didn't. She couldn't I find it. I am she pretty anti-Mountain Dew, though. I yeah. hope I don't lose my Yeah, my and then I found that. it on, on Amazon for like $9, and she was like, that's too much. And I was like, all right, well, I can buy it. And she was like, no. <laughs> so then she put it on Instagram <laughs> saying, is, is a drink an actual snack and blah, blah, blah. And actually people came back and said no, so whatever. So I went with Gushers. Awesome. Because, you know, that's what every kid wants in their life is gushers and i'm excited for this because i haven't had them in a long time so i don't really know what to expect but i know that they're good right yep i mean they're basically fruit roll-ups with actual stuff in them so yeah gushers i mean they're they're a great fruit snack they're probably horribly unhealthy for you yeah but yeah so but this doesn't cancel out our dessert later right no, 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 no. No, because we have a little bit of a tradition of, you know, making a homemade dinner uh-huh. and then eating dessert before we film this. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some dodo <laughs> made the recipe wrong. <laughs> that was no, me. You're not that a was dodo. me. <laughs> and the we made chicken riggies, which is a dish from where my husband's family is mm-hmm. is from, Utica, New York. And the sauce was just way too liquidy, and I didn't have any cornstarch. So yeah. I guess this gusher is a little bit of a redemption, but it's no dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is still very good. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I would say, just for the nostalgia reasons, 8 out of 10. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. You know, it, once you're done eating them, your tongue will be blue or whatever, or green. So that's pretty cool, you know. Do you have any parting notes or thoughts that you'd like to share? Um, 
be yourself. You go, girl. Don't let someone else change who you are because they want you to, you know? That's fair. Just just be who you want to be and work hard and you will be somewhere in life. And even if your heart hurts more than it's ever hurt in your entire life, there are better days. Yeah. Better people. Yeah, for sure. You will always meet a new person. Got to put your bootstraps on. Just keep going, you know? Yep. Don't ever give up. So um, I forgot to mention it last week, but we're still doing a little bit of a sponsorship of a charity. So specifically for our area, we're doing the SPCA of Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's, I have information available if you'd like to make a donation. If you're not from this area, find a dog. Yep. <laughs> find a dog shelter, like I said before. Animals and children are the most important things in this world and there are thousands of them out there both animals and children so one day i think i will have another cat but (laughs) logan won't agree (laughs) anyways let's do some thank yous of course i'd like to thank you josh for being here today although i'd like to thank you for allowing me to be here you would have been here anyways (laughs) if you (laughs) weren't a guest so thank you for being here savannah thank you um thanks for my mom you know thanks to my mom for sending me those kettle cooked chips (laughs) uh next time can you send something that i like but, uh yeah we oh let's let's do a little bit of a social media check-in i i know josh said earlier that the instagram page i mean the youtube page was doing a little bit better i know our instagram i think last week i said 38 yeah now it's 57 yeah, we're Woo-hoo. popping off we're if getting there yeah if you're one of those people thank you i hope you enjoy all of the reels that savannah is making she's very talented <laughs> yes she is she is the best social media manager that there ever was um yeah and i hope that you took something out of this maybe a laugh a smile a little bit of a tear you're not alone um I hope something good happens to you and maybe not even just you also i hope something good happens to someone that you really care about because i think that just makes life better when the yep. people around you are happy i am grateful for your time and your energy and i hope you have a great rest of your week yeah. so toodaloo <laughs>